Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast in partnership with 45 Magazine. Uh, we are so happy that you have decided to join us here at the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Um, yeah, uh, how's it going, Jeff? Oh, it's going all right. I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping that my uh, audio levels are appropriate since this is our first time doing this via skype yeah we've always done this done it in studio as it were but we're doing it over <laughs> the internet today for the first it's gotta time. be a remote cast yeah so uh hopefully everything will work out just fine let's know if you detect any problems everybody and we'll work on them <laughs> um the the internet they never let you do it know when you're doing something wrong right right ever you have to ask they're for, always so helpful you and... have to ask for negative feedback yeah <laughs> Because that's how the internet works. Yeah, indeed. All right, tonight we're talking about Season 2, Episode 8 of Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. called The Things We Bury. And um, so I, I really enjoyed tonight's episode. I'm excited to get to talk about it. Um, but first, yeah, we've got some news. That is correct, my friend. We do have some news. <laughs> Not a whole lot, but we have a little bit. Um, so if you yeah, haven't seen the episode... Yeah, we a smattering of news. Yeah. If you haven't seen the episode, feel free to hang out with us while we... Get this to come to this news, and we'll get, make sure to give you a sufficient spoiler alert when it's time to start talk about the episode. Um, Before I start screaming, <laughs> that's that's exactly what we always do. So uh, yeah, give us some news there. Drop some knowledge on us, Jeff. I'm gonna drop some knowledge on you. All right. Um, you know how we are basically the the people who talk talk the most about. Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm pretty sure we talk more about Guardians of the Galaxy than James Gunn has. <laughs> but um, there was uh, there was some some news this week that said basically James Gunn came out saying that Guardians of the Galaxy two is not going to be beholden to Infinity Wars or the Avengers. Where he said, "quote We're not here to service the Avengers or Infinity Wars." Basically, he's wanting the sequel to set up more cosmic films like more of the um the spacefaring marvel stuff hmm. and um he's not looking to uh the avengers or the infinity wars as like that's where they're going see i feel like i mean correct me if i'm wrong but i feel like avengers infinity war is going to be a cosmic movie <laughs> <laughs> like well i mean the infinity wars in comics were a very like it wasn't just cosmic. It was the entire universe. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, obviously not just, but I mean, cosmic kind of includes everything. Like, uh, and I, nah. I, <laughs> it's only space. I understand. I, yeah, I understand that, uh, in, in the comics, it's like, it just seems like in a, in a huge war like that, the Avengers would just be a part of this bigger war. But I guess, I guess not. I guess it is called Avengers. The movie is called the Avengers. So. Yeah, but I don't know. I just I feel like he might be he he might just be um putting on the the mask of being a sly little son of a oh like putting on airs saying that he's like, "Oh, we're we're our own thing. We we're going to make the movies we want to make." That kind of but uh we all know that uh Edgar Wright could 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 attest to the fact that uh <laughs> Marvel, you get well, the Marvel movies. All of them are in some way beholden to the larger universe. They have to be to work. That's, I'm not. I'm not saying it's like Edgar Wright saying like I have to make the movie I want to make. I think it's more like he's just trying to be sneaky, 
And he's like, no, we're, it's not going to lead to the oh, you, wars. You think you? he's lying. You think he's lying. Oh, yeah, he's lying through his teeth. See, I don't. I, I, think, I think what he's saying is real. <laughs> and the reason is since they announced Infinity War. He wouldn't War, lie to me. I mean, I'll say that he's probably – Guardians of the Galaxy 2 will probably contribute to the story about as much as, um, you know, Thor or – you know any of the other movies have they all tell their own story uh, i doubt guardians 2 is going to end on like a cliffhanger where find out it's going to be resolved in the infinity wars yeah like it's not going to be that sort of thing it's going to be its own story it'll probably if i had to guess have another uh, infinity stone in the movie which yeah. is is probably how it will contribute we'll probably learn about another infinity stone um maybe M- maybe maybe they don't want to make that movie again you know <laughs> But if yeah. Thanos is in it at all, <laughs> if Thanos is again in Guardians, which I feel like he almost has to be with Drax's statement at the end of the movie, um, yeah, then I have to kill Thanos now. Yeah, uh, what? <laughs> Are you crazy? Yeah, I feel like with with that with that statement at the end of the movie, I feel like Thanos pretty much has to be in Guardians too. Not necessarily, but probably. And if that's the case, then it, it is definitely helping build toward Infinity War. It, it just—I think he's just saying that it's not like this movie doesn't exist just to service the story, you know, of Infinity yeah. War. It's its own movie. We're going to make our own story, and then Infinity War will use use that as a jumping-off point, maybe. Um. But but originally I was thinking it would service the story a lot more. But now that Infinity War is broken into two full movies, I feel like they have the time to spend on it. You know? Yeah. So Guardians of the Galaxy Two they doesn't could. have to have as much of the story as maybe it sh- we thought originally it would, um, or or Ms. Marvel or Inhumans or any of these stories. They can kind of tell their own stories independent of Infinity War, and then Infinity War has it has enough time to uh to tell but i think in humans and and uh, ms marvel come out or captain marvel come captain out marvel. come out between the two infinity war movies so if any if any movies can <laughs> are are beholden to the infinity war if that happens chronologically within the story then you know those two movies the infinity war will have already started and uh you know that that's that's kind of tricky to avoid if there's a yeah. if there's a godlike being trying to destroy the universe and you're like now let's go see what's happening with Captain Marvel like no 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 no, no. you gotta you gotta take care of that <laughs> no no we we have to address this <laughs> um well there might be some like some time jumping going on it could be like a well let's go see or it, they might. They might introduce uh, the characters at the end of Infinity Wars Part 1, and then they'll take you through a couple of movies to show them, like, leading up to that point, and then kind of like a flashback scene. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but a whole flashback movie is kind of weird, especially because you know the, which characters are not going to make it or going to make it, that kind of thing. <laughs> maybe. It's kind of tricky. Um, but, I maybe. mean, you can obviously you can make a prequel. That is done. Um. I will say, um, apparently, and this this is this is this comes from a report on AMC Movie Talk that I heard a few months back. Yeah. Um, the 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 main guy in that said that uh, he had an interview with Kevin Feige, and um, oh, you know what? It might not have been with Kevin Feige. It might have been with someone else close to Marvel Studios. Um, 
apparently the original name for the in, the two Avengers movies were not Infinity War. Apparently, the original name of the two movies, the first one was Avengers Infinity Gauntlet, and the second one was Avengers Infinity War. Yeah, that's the sequence that they went in in the comics. Yeah, but I, but I understand like they they it, originally when they had planned these these movies, that's the way they had were titling them, and then they, yeah. they they had a few other they they almost called it Avengers Infinity, just Infinity Part One and Two, and they decided to go with Infinity War Part One and Two. Um, so I think that kind of lends some uh, lends some. Uh, help in speculation of what's going to happen in those two movies because it seems like Infinity Gauntlet is going to be focused on actually collecting the gauntlet, and then Infinity War will would would have probably been focused on the actual battle. So it's possible that uh that those 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 facts are still are still lingering even though the titles changed. Yeah, it could be. Could be. See that's I was thinking that with Infinity uh Infinity Wars Part One being, you know, a year before the other one, I was with it being split like that, I, I was thinking, you know, they're gonna they're gonna lead up uh Thanos is gonna get the gauntlet, he's gonna take over everything, it's all gonna be horrible, and they're gonna end on a on a sad note with maybe a little like stinger or a trickling of like here's another team that's going to get together and then come back and help out or something like that yeah and then like in the second movie the the b team funny enough the b team comes in and like gets the a team the avengers back together or like saves them or gets them out of whatever horrible thing that they're in and then gets you know all of it together to save the universe yeah, that's gonna. It's just gonna be so interesting what they're gonna do with those, especially those two movies. I just don't know what they're gonna do with those two movies. Yeah, <laughs> um, how much they're gonna have to be beholden to the, uh, to the overall story and 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 what they're gonna do. Just don't know. Just don't know. Don't even know. Um, don't, I, I don't even know for real. I just know that I'm excited. Is all. Yep, I'm pretty excited. I feel like that's what we, we we talk all these speculations and we go. I'm just excited, you know. <laughs> That's, that's that's pretty much. Our, I think that's, that's what, our what I've said is. every single time. Yeah, me too. It's um, like, oh yeah, well, no matter what happens, I'm excited that it's happening. <laughs> and then we're just like, yeah, 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 totally, totally excited, yeah. So, uh, other cosmic movies, uh, would you consider Inhumans? He said it, it's going to set up other cosmic mov- movies. Would you consider which of the Phase Three movies would you consider cosmic? Um, obviously, Captain Marvel. Yeah, Captain Marvel is. Um, God, you would ask me that kind of question. <laughs> That's which of the Phase Three movies? Yeah, the ones. I don't know that any others could be. I don't. Hmm. Let's see. The Inhumans aren't really cosmic. Um, they're they're not. <laughs> and, and Black Panthers are obviously not. Um, so 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 it seems like if they're setting up other cosmic movies. Um, if anything, Marvel, uh, uh, the Guardians would be setting up Captain Marvel. <laughs> if if it's if if he's talking about a Phase Three movie, yeah, could could be. He interesting. might not be talking about a Phase Three though. Could be interesting if uh, Captain Marvel shows up in 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 Guardians of the Galaxy Two. I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't know how much dealings they normally have together in in the comic book universe, but it could happen. They could set her up that way. Uh, she spent some time with uh, with Guardians. Um, you remember how I was saying there was that there was that uh, new new span where an Avenger is always on the Guardians team. Yeah. Like there's always one Avenger in space. She spent some time with them. Is Captain Marvel in that role? An Avenger. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah, she's been a, a, an Avenger for a while. Um, and, you know, she's been through, like, so many damn names. Yeah. So, like, Miss Marvel has been an Avenger for a hot minute. Um, I bet you we'll see a lot of um, Marvel, like the original Captain Marvel, the guy that gave her his power. Yeah, it's possible. Um, it, I don't know, because they, they say they're not going to do any more origin stories. And so, are we going to see a lot of Marvel? Because that's her origin story, yes. But um, if they're I not, he'll just he'll make a cameo. That's all it's really going to be. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, I know that. He, I know that James Gunn had said that he wanted to um, he wanted to explore the character of Nebula. Like he really, really likes the character of Nebula, and he wants to see where she's going. And honestly, they set it up really great for some sort of like maybe a spinoff or like. They, you know, they find her in Guardians too. Like, oh yeah, I, there's some way that she can come back. I definitely think she's coming back. I mean, she oh, yeah. she has such a, a um, hatred for her sister currently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. And 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 I'm sure now all of the Guardians that uh, it uh, it's definitely going to happen. There's definitely going to be some sort of battle between them. It's really weird that a lot of Disney properties have somebody hating a uh, a family member and getting their hand cut off. <laughs> uh, and I know, um, but there, Gamora, there have been a lot of people. I am your sister. <laughs> <laughs> no, you killed my sister. Chop, escape. <laughs> and then she fell. And then she fell onto a ship. Yep, that was pretty similar to Empire Strikes Back. I will, I will say, <laughs> it's too close. It's too close. I can't handle it. <laughs> Except it's the reverse role. Like our protagonist is the one doing the arm. Well, I guess she didn't really cut off her arm. She's got. It. She she kind of cut off her own arm. <laughs> Yeah, and no, she, the villain. There was no kind of the villain in this situation is mostly robotic. <laughs> so, Just like the other villain. Yeah, we've got we've got we've got a theory going here. <laughs> I don't know if it's a theory so much as just a um, uh, correlation. Yeah. A, uh, nope. <laughs> every, every robot is bad. <laughs> that's that's what Archer believes. <laughs> wow! You wow. Okay, Archer's, let's uh, let's get Archer's back on. a great show. It really is. That's funny. We, this is the second podcast I've been on tonight where we talked about how great Archer is. Um, <laughs> that's really. Uh, I'm just here to advertise for Archer. See, a lot of um, I'm going to get back on topic real quick. A oh, lot of people. Fine. A lot of people were asking uh, James Gunn mm-hmm. on whether. Um, the big cocoon that we saw in the collector's um, stash was, in his hoard yeah. was Adam Warlock's cocoon. Mm-hmm. His, his response to this, uh, this reporter asking him that is, well, there's a cocoon that's exactly like Adam Warlock's, 
And he's like, I, I wasn't really thinking about it very much. Apparently what he did is he he pulled out like the Marvel handbook and was flipping through it and was like, oh, that looks cool. Let's put that in there. Flip, flip. Oh, that looks cool. Let's put that in there. Huh. And he did that for the first few rounds. And then like after that, the visual effects guys had to add in stuff because, you know, they only did like the first couple of rows of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then like. The rest of it was just green screen, and they just added that in, you know, CGI. So the visual effects guys got to pick the rest of everything. So they could have put in whatever Easter eggs they wanted. But he he specifically said, you know, there's a cocoon that's exactly like Adam Warlock's. So I guess that just leaves the door open, (laughs) maybe. Mm Mm-hmm. But he wasn't... He was just like, I wasn't really thinking about it. It just looked cool. Interesting. Hmm. I don't know if I buy it. <laughs> yeah. See, see, he is sneaky. Oh yeah, yeah. They're all sneaky, and I like it. I like it when they're sneaky because then they can surprise us. Yeah. So let's uh, <laughs> let's let's move on to the other piece of news real quick. Yeah. Um, Daniel Bruhl, uh, cast in Civil War as a villainous role. Yep. 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 Um, I don't There's really know much no... about Daniel Bruhl, but. He was um in Inglorious Bastards apparently. Yeah, he was in Inglorious Bastards. He was the uh, the sniper guy, Frederick Zola. Um the guy that they made a film about, the kind of the central oh, point yeah, of yeah, why yeah, everybody yeah. came together. Yeah, I remember him. And he got shot in the film booth. Cool. And then shot her. I do recall that. Yeah, he'll be a good villain for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know and, um, what he's playing, but good villain, I'm sure. Well, he's got that very German accent, so obviously he's going to be some sort of Hydra. Very, Hail, very likely. Hail Hydra. <laughs> we we, we got to hear a lot of that, a lot of that strong accent tonight. <laughs> yeah, we did. Oh man! Uh, the last couple things: uh, Guardians DVD release is happening de- December 9th. Um, probably by the time you're listening to this, I'll make sure that we get a. Uh, our, our Amazon affiliate link up on our website, so you guys can go buy that directly from our website through Amazon. Um, you don't you don't get charged anything extra, and we get a we get a small cut for that to help us with hosting. So um, we'll, uh, we'll 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 put that up on our website, and you can go buy the DVD because come on, what? or the Blu-ray. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely buying the Blu-ray. I'm gonna God, I gotta, I'm gonna get like the Blu-ray 3D extra super like steel cased <laughs> edition like whatever biggest thing that they have. <laughs> I just want all of the, uh, all of the special features. That's a movie that I will sit down and watch all the special features for, like all the outtakes, like the Ronin Star Lord dance off. Yeah, that it's, has been all over the internet. Yep, uh, all over the internet today has been the uh, uh, spoiler alert. Well, not even really a spoiler. Alert. There's just a scene in Guardians of the Galaxy, um, and instead of instead of having any sort of battle, the two characters have a big. Um, uh, in this outtake, the two characters have a dance off, <laughs> and it's uh, it's, it's, it's pretty great. It's one of the best I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Simply the best. No, no. What? Okay, maybe. All right. Well. Uh, so anyway, I think that's about all our news. Uh, I guess we're gonna go into talking about tonight's episode, episode eight of season two, the things we the bury. The things we bury. Ooh. But um, but um, but um, uh, uh, this whole Skype thing we can't we can't sing together like normal. 
Oh man, it's very disappointing. That's that's it. Really, is. my favorite part of the show. <laughs> I guess. I mean, we're gonna have to practice bucket of knives some other time. Our insight, our insight and speculation is awful, but our but our bucket of knives performance is pretty 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 spot on. <laughs> All right. If you don't know what Bucket of Knives is, go watch last. Go listen to last week's episode. <laughs> Just watch the bar go across. <laughs> um, okay, so we Ooh. start this episode. So, oh yeah, right, right. So, so wait, <laughs> are you saying that if we were together, that um, <clears throat> things are going to get easier? <laughs> oh, child. <laughs> Um. All right. Dance off. Let's let's get me. let's get this episode started off with. Um, we're gonna get start with spoilers from season two, episode eight of Marvel Agents Shield. Right in now, in about three, two, one. Ward kill his family. Right. All at once. Right, and that's pretty nuts. You think he did? You think he did it? I don't know. I think so. I think so. Uh, yeah. But I was also... He, he looks crazy. The way he walked off with his brother, I actually thought for a second he might, like, work with his brother. Um, but him killing them also makes sense. I just don't even know. Um, Dude, he is... He's such a wild card. Yeah, he really is. I think he really... him. This... I don't know. We've got a lot... We, we've got a lot about him coming up. But uh, the, the whole... The whole Hydra thing, him going to join Hydra, after he already took out Bakshi and his team... Um, I mean, he's just obviously. I think he's just there to bring down Hydra. And he's exactly like we said. He's gonna go bring down Hydra. Well, single, yeah, we inside. we joked about it last week, uh, <laughs> but we said we didn't know if it was possible because he might have already given up his cover. Uh, but nope, uh, it looks like he has not given up his cover. He is in with Whitehall, um, who is one of the heads of Hydra, um, and I think he's gonna try to take down the whole organization single handedly just to help. Uh, Sky. <laughs> That's a pretty big dead bird to bring to the doorstep. Right? I, I think I might forgive my cat if it brought Hydra to my doorstep. <laughs> I mean, dead Hydra. It'd be re- dead, Hydra. dead Hydra, right? <laughs> <laughs> cat brings just the entirety of Hydra, and you're like, oh. This uh, isn't what I wanted, cat. Hi. Do you guys want some coffee or something? I realize we're jumping way far ahead on this episode, <laughs> and we're not—we haven't gone through the actual episode at all. But just just to talk about it, we we have this. Um, so that last scene, <laughs> like let's just go go ahead and go there. Uh, that last scene, we've got uh, Ward, who is there to bring down Hydra. If I had to say, uh, I'm pretty yeah. sure he's there to bring down Hydra for Sky, because um, he's crazy. And then we've got Sky's father. Uh, Captain McDrippy Hands, <laughs> Doctor Captain McDrippy Hands, Doctor Captain. <laughs> they call me Captain Doctor. <laughs> um, that's not my name. <laughs> that's not my name. Um, <laughs> Captain Doctor. I really like I the idea of a, a character named Captain Doctor. Um. So, w- which is it? Is he a captain or a doctor? Sure. Do you think so? In the episode tonight, uh, White um, Doctor Captain uh, <laughs> a- 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 says that Shield 
is responsible for killing his 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 his, his wife. Um, which we assume is his wife, his lady. Uh, do you his think love. that he knows that it was Hydra? Because we know that Ward knows that it was Hydra within Shield. Do you think he knows that it was Hydra, or do you think that he is? Um, he thinks it was Shield. I think that he he's putting on the facade of being this like really eccentric, crazy dude. Mm-hmm. But he knows exactly what he's doing. He's using that facade as a cover, and it's like he he's using that to lower their defenses so that he can kill Whitehall. And he's pretty. It looks like he's pretty certain that it's Hydra, but he it's, it's like he also doesn't care that it's Hydra. He just has to kill Whitehall. Well, he also seems to really have it out for Coulson. Uh, but that's more of like well, he's replaced me as her father figure with weird yeah. thing. Um, but it, my, my point is... You, he's keeping my daughter from me is what that looks like. Yeah, yeah. My point is you've got this like... <laughs> the head of probably the United States Hydra, uh, the head of the, the North American Hydra outfit, Whitehall, is sitting there um, leading Hydra, and he's got these two consultants in his corner that are both there to bring him down. <laughs> like, that isn't good for Whitehall. Like, that scene seemed ominous, but really, that scene is nothing but good for our team. <laughs> like, maybe. I th- I, he looked way too calm in that, though. Whitehall? Yeah. I don't think Whitehall knows that either of them are there to bring him down which makes it even worse for Whitehall. Whitehall is not in a good situation. I think he knows something's up. Do you think Whitehall can touch the obelisk? Ooh. Because I don't know. No, probably not. Well, well, there was that one scene where he's got, you know, all the parts now. What? Well, all the... Oh, oh, maybe somehow by taking all that girl's parts, oh, that was the grossest scene, Um, (laughs) but maybe by doing that, he became a chosen one. That'd be, that would be interesting. Yeah. If he can now touch the obelisk. Um, Oh, man. Okay. Well, now that we've discussed some of the bigger things, I just don't want to miss anything. So if we, if I think of something, I want to go ahead and talk about it. But um, yeah. sometimes I'll think of something and I'll be like, well, we're not there yet. And then I'll just forget to talk about it altogether. Um, nah, just do it as it flows, man. There we go. Just got to have this flow, you know? Flow. Don't worry. I've got flow. <laughs> I've got flow. If you need, Flowing if you, off the top of this esophagus. If you need me to rap, I've got this. <laughs> um, Are you the rhinoceros? <laughs> uh your lyrics are bottomless. That's preposterous. <laughs> They're white hot like phosphorus flowing off the top of this esophagus. What is that from? Flight of the Concords. Okay, I thought so. Couldn't remember the name. Yeah. Have you heard Flight of the Concords, Most Beautiful Girl in the Room? Yes, in the whole wide room. I freaking love that song. Okay, um, <laughs> all right, let's move along. So... We begin this episode in Austria in 1945. You're doing it wrong. We begin this episode <laughs> in Austria, 1945. Whitehall is interrogating a man about the obelisk. This Asian man 
seems to know a few things that Whitehall also knows. <laughs> but yeah, was, he's talking to him like I was gonna let you keep going, man. I'm I'm <laughs> all right, yeah, all right. <laughs> Not offensive at all. Go for it. <laughs> we heard so much of that yeah, accent. That accent this episode. was pretty thick on Whitehall. This it just or on Reinhardt. Oh yeah, Werner Reinhardt. I'm letting you do that. If I try it, it's going to be a disaster. Um, so he yes, <laughs> no. he has a man, and he convinces the man to touch the obelisk. The man's like, I've heard the stories, and he still convinces him to touch it. Um, and he, he touches it, and just like our, um, just like the people we saw in the first episode who touched the obelisk, um, he is turned to stone. Um, is it stone, or is it just like? The life sucked out of him. I don't know. I think they say stone at one point. Um, well, I think but, Bakshi but, says he'll turn you all to stone. Yes, that that's it. that's right. Uh, he did say that, and and I think I think there's definitely like they look like stone. I don't know what they actually are. It looks necrotic. Yeah, it looks like all life just gets sucked out of them, and they just they they get mummified. Yeah, which so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't um, know, that thing's crazy. That thing is not But not this a good guy turned like this guy got killed like quick. Yeah. Like, it was not very it was a few seconds. Yeah. He is killed and then, quickly. And um his 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 line is very creepy, his line about um We requ- <laughs> discovery requires experimentation. Yeah. That uh, that line was real creepy. He says it a couple times in the episode, and that was I didn't like it. <laughs> and I love this. Me out. This next this next scene. Uh, the lady playing this uh, the young the young Asian girl um, was another actor from Dollhouse, an actress from Dollhouse. Was it? Yeah, uh, she played Sierra in Dollhouse, and she's she was one of my favorite characters on that. She's really great. Um, but Whitehall brings in that woman, uh, sits her down, and um, the obelisk, obelisk doesn't kill her, showing that she is one of the chosen ones. And right as this, he's finally found what he thinks is the key to unlocking this obelisk, um, he gets word that the Red Skull has fallen. Yep. He's, and he's all like, the world has lost a great man this day. Yeah, I, I, this, this, this got me excited just because it's tying it directly to Captain America 1. Yep. Um, which is super fun, super fun. Uh, he's been killed, and and the, so they 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 decide to, they run. The the uh, the allies are on their way, so they run and they cage the woman. That's that's where he first said the line where uh, discovery requires experimentation. Yeah, and this experiment will take time. Yeah, and he like he cages her, and then he's like, I'll get back to her in a minute. Mm-hmm. And then he doesn't ever get back to her. Not well. Until like forty. <laughs> he definitely does what? get back to her, <laughs> and it's very Ouch. awful. Oh gosh, that scene, man. That tore. That oh, that grossed me out a lot. Well, he doesn't get back to her in the cage. We'll say that much. Yeah, yeah. She is released at some point. Um. So then we cut to the present. Whitehall is disappointed with his scientists because everything they've been able to teach him, he's known since 1945. Yeah, he's like, I've had this information for decades. No, wait, no, he doesn't say it like that. I've had this information for decades. Yeah. Like, he, he's got that, lost that stark contrast voice. Yeah. Um, so after, after he's, he's like, disappointed. I'm going to have to bring him in. 
disappointed with his own scientist, he brings um, Captain Mc Doctor Captain Doctor Captain McDrippy Hands um, <laughs> into uh, I, I like Captain Doctor better. Captain Doctor officially Captain Doctor McDrippy Hands. <laughs> um, I'm glad we have the ability to name people. So yeah, that's what, that's what we do. Um, it's kind of a thing. Wyall brings in the doctor, and uh, Big Drippy Hands says that it is a key, not just a weapon, um, and it only kills to protect itself. I like how he's. Um, he was saying, like, I need you. You say you're an expert on it, and Big Drippy Hands is like, Yeah, I mean, why don't you tell me what you know about it, and I'll fill in the blanks. Yeah. And then he's just like, well, this weapon. He's like, oh, it's a weapon. God, how small-minded. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Because, you know, he, he had that look. He's like, how dare you call me small-minded? Mm -hmm. My mind is very large. And then he's... Can't you, can't you see my glasses? He, it's very small-minded <laughs> way of thinking for someone as large a mind as yours. <laughs> um, yeah, it was... He knows exactly what's going on. Oh, yeah. He's like that says it all right there. It's just I just don't know what he's after. I honestly don't know if he's after. He's after. He seems like he's after everyone. He wants to watch the world burn. Um, he even says uh, in this scene when they, or maybe in a later scene when they ask him what the obelisk was meant to do. Um, <laughs> the 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 apparently the folklore says that the the angels came the blue angels came down to save humanity. Um. But Whitehall says that they're there to conquer humanity. And then, uh. <laughs> the doctor's like, You heard conquer? I heard hmm. end. Because <laughs> it's actually end. Yeah. So, there. We, we don't know. Uh, we, we got three ends of the spectrum there. We don't know what they're there to do. And, uh, and finally, he ends this scene by saying, If we get it to a specific place, it will do something, scientifically speaking, much cooler. <laughs> <laughs> Which was pretty awesome. I like that he he's just he's it's like he's teasing him. He's making fun of him without actually making fun of him. Oh yeah. <laughs> he's a I I really really like Captain Doctor. Um he is <laughs> I I'm hope I'm hopeful that he'll come down on the good side of things by the end of this or, or at least not the bad side of things. He can be my yeah. nice little anti-hero. <laughs> He's the Wolverine. <laughs> um, so um, then we get to Coulson. Coulson's heading to Hawaii. Um, and May's not too happy about it. Mm. She's like, why am I watching the base and you're going to Hawaii? <laughs> he says, I'll barely see this. I'll barely get off the tarmac. <laughs> <laughs> um, but apparently, apparently he does, though, because he spills poi on his tie. <laughs> I like how they cut that scene out, but uh, he sends his two operatives with with missions, and he sends uh, he he has Fitz doing something, and apparently he's just in like a Hawaiian uh, cafe eating poi. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> you don't. They don't really. They don't really expound on that at all. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, he's just off having a snack, having lunch in his favorite Hawaiian place. Um, <laughs> which, which is exactly what he would do, because you know it's what he, it's what he did. <laughs> and so, like, I guess back at base, they're interrogating Bakshi, or sorry, the principal. The principal, yeah. 
principal, the principal, principal bakshi. bakshi. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's um it's Morris interrogating him. Mm-hmm. And I like I like how um everybody else is kind of calling her um her interrogation tactics like a little weird. Like I'd be smashing his face against stuff. And and then Hunter's just like, no, no, this is the way she does it. She's gonna get everything she wants to know. Yeah, I love <laughs> that he he tells her. She comes out of there and he says, she says he told you. He only told you eight words. You got that from the eight words he told you. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, I've I've already figured him out. Now I'm trying to figure out his boss. <laughs> what? What? I'm trying to figure out Whitehall now. I've got him pegged. Mm. She's a she's a good interrogator. Very very uh very good at watching the human the human condition and figure out how they tick I guess yeah I mean she is the mockingbird yep and it's great it's great so Coulson thinks they need to stay ahead of the enemy and, and not just not be in a foot race with Hydra but beat them to the end um, yeah be said, waiting at the I finish line I be waiting line. at the finish line um and uh, so we need to find this city and they're gonna find it. They they and, and he had, has this plan, which um, I don't even know if <laughs> we, we we already talked about the Hawaii thing. But I, I love that he doesn't he compartmentalizes the plan in such a way that just doesn't even they don't even know what's going on. <laughs> they just do this thing with the watch. Do this thing with the blah. You know? <laughs> the button. He was like, take the watch to this guy. Give him this. Ask for this back. If it starts leaking, put it down. Run away. <laughs> Oh, he says. <laughs> Trip says, "Am I okay with this in my pocket?" And he says, uh, "Do you want to have? Kids? Did you ever want to have kids?" And he's just like, "Okay, maybe not." That's so good because it just seems like he's <laughs> messing with them. <laughs> Ask for the blue tie. <laughs> when then why, why did we need the blue tie? <laughs> I I just spilled poi on it. <laughs> <laughs> so good, so so good. That that I really felt like the majority of this episode, our core team was mostly there for good jokes. <laughs> like there's there was so much going on, like with with Ward and with um, with high all of the Hydra agents, and this was really our backstory for Whitehall episode. But yeah, our main team yeah. has very little to actually do. Well, with, except with the exception of find the city of Attilan, which is it, it, or find this city. Um, Aha! <laughs> you admit it. <laughs> it's it's very probable. It's very probable. Um, except for find this find this mystery city that we have no idea what it is. Um, the uh, the the team the team is mostly just is. like. They they made the, they made their like this episode could have been really boring, or honestly, they could have stretched out this search for the city over many boring episodes, but instead they made this episode about other people and they had our team just in the background searching for the city, <laughs> um, <laughs> with the exception of the final scene where they're in that in that uh, in that firefight and that and they meet the doctor face to face. Yeah, Captain Doctor. Yeah. Captain Doctor McDrippy hands. <laughs> yeah. So I guess yeah, Hawaii happened. They got very specific instructions and they, they, he was what he he told her to say like a specific set of things and she's like, uh got it. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, 
Or Fitz is like, you got anything for me, sir? And he's like, put this together. Over and over until you can get it down to six minutes. Mm-hmm. Over and, and over. And he says he's going to get back in the field, which I'm not sure that, at least in the last season, Fitz ever really wanted to be in the field. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> he, he did. He, he, was, he was ambitious to be there, but Simmons, Simmons was not. Um, yeah. And I honestly thought he did a great job last season being in the field, so it's cool to see him getting out and doing things again. But this wasn't the best uh, field operation for him. <laughs> well, he did a good job with what he had. Yeah, he did. One-handed, six minutes. He had it. Well, one-handed, seven minutes, 20 seconds with his bad hand. With his bad hand, yeah. Both. Like, I love that line. Like, I laughed out loud really hard when he said that. He's like, I could only do it in seven minutes and 20 seconds. He's like, that's not good enough. He's like, oh, no, that's just my bad hand. With both hands, I can do it <laughs> easily. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, yes, Fitz is back. <laughs> Fitz sort of. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> Fitz, Fitz can still do things. Fitz is coming back. He's All working right. on it. He's working on it. Um, so we we got our team doing weird things that we don't fully understand. <laughs> um, so we and then there's a flashback to 1945. Ah, a 1945 flashback. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you, disaster. <laughs> no, no, no. Now we now we have to be Hans and Franz. We have to speak like Hans and Franz for this entire <laughs> this entire section. All of the flashbacks <laughs> will be played by. <laughs> Hans and Franz, um, please continue continue telling us what happens in the episode. Well, they they were at the facility called Zerat. Zerat. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> und, und Whitehall was sitting at a table. <laughs> und uh, sorry, forgive me, Mister Werner Reinhardt. He was sitting at a table, yeah? And yeah, then yeah. Agent Carter, Peggy Carter, comes walking in the door. Oh, that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and she says to him, Werner Reinhardt. And he says, that's a very good trick. And she's like, what do you mean? He says to her, well, the pen, you left it on the table to see what I would do. Suicide, homicide, confession. And he names off a bunch of things. And she says, it's true, I wanted to know what kind of man you were. (laughs) I feel like my German accent's just a little too effeminate. Are you feeling that? (laughs) Not on on purpose. I just don't, I don't have a German accent. All right. (laughs) And then he says, a pen could also be used for signatures. She says, oh, yeah, you want a deal. How silly of you. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> and then he's like, well, America's taking in other German scientists. I, I can be one of those. Yep. She's like, they're going to send rockets into space. You're just an idiot. Mm-hmm. You dingus. That's verbatim. She says that. Oh, does she? All right. Yeah, All right. totally. So, you, weren't you watching? <laughs> So Whitehall wants a deal, and he tells that he can save, he can tell her things that are going to save humanity. Um, he talks of a myth, a myth from the East, which we talked about earlier, of a star that fell from the heavens, and, and blue angels came with gifts to save humanity. Um, and he's like, but they, they got it all wrong. History had it wrong. And she's like, well, 
set history straight. They're not here to save us. They're here to conquer us. Mm-hmm. You dingus. That's it's going to be the constant thing now. I don't know if I like the dingus. Okay. <laughs> I mean, do what you will. That's fair. Do what you will. I'm not here to say, tell you you can't. I'm just not <laughs> saying I like it. I like... I'm sorry, getting back to the story. Not focused on me here. I like... See what I did there? Anyway, I like that it immediately cuts from where he's like, they're conquerors. Or they're gonna they're here to conquer us. And then it goes back to Captain Doctor McDrippy Hands and he's like, You heard conquerors? I I heard end. Yeah, they're here to end humanity, which we we've already talked about that. And I do will say this episode was really well crafted. The way it went yeah, from it one story to the next to the next, just like someone would say something and it would cut right over to the other thing. Um and they're talking about the same thing in the future or in, in a different continent or whatever, different team. Uh, they did a really good job of, of weaving the storylines together this week. Yeah. And well, I thought I was thinking that ex- like all of that made perfect sense. Everything was woven perfectly. And then they're like the Grant Ward, Cinder Ward story kind of didn't make any sense. Huh. But then when it showed that it was like leading to convergence at the end i was like oh okay yeah yeah good good job mm-hmm. so uh, i guess going back to just before that the doctor says that he's wanting to be reunited with his family in the afterlife mm-hmm. oh we didn't say that uh the, the the when he said the end thing they would end mankind ex- with a few special exceptions so oh, yeah. i guess that's what the uh, what these people that are chosen that can grab the obelisk are somehow uh they're not part of what the blue aliens were there to end um so that's mm-hmm. that's that's mm-hmm. interesting uh, we we we'll see what that means um yeah Sooner rather than later, <laughs> Mr. Feige. So all the all the meanwhile, through this whole episode, we have these little cutscenes with Senator Ward. Um, Senator Ward, you know, pulling up to the house, talking to I guess his mistress, is what it seemed sounded like. Yeah. Um, Did you get that thing I sent you? <laughs> of course it. Of course it's see through. <laughs> um. Yeah. So 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 and then his one of his guards heads is thrown through the car and uh Senator uh, Senator Ward is taken out by Grant Ward out of the car. And he's just like, "Hello big brother. I hear you've been looking for me." It's like, "Oh god. What's he going to do?" So they, they they walk her down this dirt road and argue about who's responsible for basically who's responsible for Grant Ward being a crazy guy. <laughs> like that's pretty much <laughs> you drove me to this. No, you drove you to this. You did this. No, I had nothing to this. do with it. You had you did it, and he refuses to admit. And uh, then he realizes that, that where he's walking him to, and it's walking him to the well, the well, the well from season one episode, the well. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, flashback episode, one of those that we didn't say that they needed to watch. Oh yeah, I guess we probably did skip that one in the rewatch. So if you haven't watched the episode, the well, uh, this is pretty much how Grant Ward describes it: is that Senator Ward, as a young boy, forced him to almost drown his uh, his their younger brother Tommy Thomas Ward. 
Thomas. Which uh, you said a couple weeks ago you thought you saw in the uh, on, on a file a name. I wonder if we can go back and wonder if it is Thomas Ward. I don't know. It said Ward. I know that much. Interesting. Um, so he, he, the, the senator says, you're still blaming me for the well. Um, and uh, he says that he does. And uh, and he refuses to admit that it was anything to do with him. And and Ward, to, uh, Grant Ward tells Senator Ward to dig. And so while he's digging... He just, like, throws a shovel at him, and he's like, gone. He digs, it digs a pretty good hole. <laughs> they didn't bury it. They just covered it up. Mm-hmm. They, or no, he says they, uh, I guess, filled it in or something. And then he says, no, they just buried it. No, no. no the, the way that they said it, because, you know, it's the things we bury... And he's like, our parents buried it. And he's like, no, they just covered it up. Mm, okay. Well, um, anyway. I mean, the real, like, I don't know how much of the the ward, like, ward versus ward was absolutely necessary. Mm, I think, I I think mean, it was, especially once we get Christian admitting what he did. And Christian, you know, bloodied and beaten, and uh, which, by the way, his him slamming him into that tree was the worst stunt that's ever been done on this show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he barely was. looked like he touched the tree, and then they turned around, and there was just blood everywhere. <laughs> um, love this show, yeah. but that was some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> some straight up shit. <laughs> May got hit in the face on several occasions. Yeah. No. Um, I just I didn't I didn't know how much of it was necessary because like it felt a little out of place to like have this big weaving story and then have this like one offshoot thing happening. It makes sense when you think about it at the end of it, but still like going back and talking about it, I'm like, I don't know, I don't know that I care because like all of it can be summed up into like one big scene and then it's done. Yeah, which is what we're doing here. Uh, but I it's just where they needed Ward to be. They needed Ward to finish his his other work before he had to head to Hydra at the end of this episode, which um you know, Ward was already busy last episode. And also I think yeah. for storytelling purposes, they kind of want us to forget um obviously we're not going to but they want the audience to maybe think he's on board with Hydra, but we know last episode he just took down a Hydra agent um, and gave him over. Unless, unless, unless. it's Well, I mean, Whitehall had that big speech about second chances. Yeah, that's true. Which, you know, yeah. Which uh, Mm. tied into the whole Mm. whole thing. And all that happened Mm. while we see uh, the disgusting scene of... Um, the woman having her organs removed. That was just awful. <laughs> organs, blood, oh, spinal fluid, spinal fluid. Like, it was really, yeah. really gross. Um, it, it's pretty awesome. Oh, gosh. Well, they, had to, they had to save some money on that stunt in order to get all the great effects for that scene. Yeah, the, those effects were really, really good. Um, yeah. Anyways, the wards fight, and uh, Christian admits to what he did. during all of that. What now? Said I was eating dinner during all oh, of that. Oh no, that's the worst. God, it made it taste so good. <laughs> I mean, what? I don't like it. I really don't. I think like part of it, <laughs> part of it is is on the episode. She's kind of this like 
nameless, faceless, like, not faceless, obviously, but like nameless girl that you don't know very well. But as soon as I saw her, I was like, oh, it's Sierra. I love Sierra. And then, and then she then they're chopping up Sierra. And I was like, oh, but Sierra. <laughs> no. Do you think that, um, do you think that she's the girl that Whitehall told the story about operating on for a week? Ooh. I don't. I don't yeah. remember that story. Tell me the. Tell, remind me. Well, it was he was telling the. Uh, oh God, who was it? He was telling somebody about he operated on a girl for a week, and she didn't die. I don't remember that. Interesting. I think he was telling it to um, Agent Thirty Three. Okay. When he was brainwashing her. Hmm. I have to go back and hear what he actually says because I don't remember that. Yeah, he was talking about operating on a on a woman for a week and she didn't die. And I was like, oh, that's her. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Because while he was talking about how, like, you know, second chances and, and, like, experimentation has to happen and blah, 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 blah. Like, when he was operating, he was like, weeks even. And I was like, oh, no. Ugh. No. No. That's so gross. I really am so grossed out by that scene. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not happy with it. Um, so uh, we, we get a little scene with Fitz uh, trying to trying to get his time down. He thinks Coulson might be testing him. Um, but Trip tells him to trust Coulson. And Trip just seems to trust Coulson completely, um, which I think is interesting. I don't normally like, I don't know. I feel like I feel like that type of like blind trust is often not rewarded on these types of shows. <laughs> Which I mean, he yeah. is shot at the end of the episode, <laughs> but um, oh. you, we've got we've got these two uh, two characters, Trip and Mac, who are seeing Coulson very differently. Yeah, yeah, so I think that's that's kind of interesting, and I wonder where that's going to go. Mac was really really critical of. Uh, of course, in this episode, he really was. I don't know how I feel about that. Like, who are you to judge this man? He's been through a lot. Yeah, which I mean, I he got he got killed and brought back, and then found out that the way he got brought back was something that he didn't quite approve of. And now you're like not approving of him. How dare you? <laughs> you're so defensive of Colson. Um, I mean, I, I, <laughs> as much as I like Mac, like how dare you? Yeah, I like Mac a lot and they've, they really set us up to like Mac a lot. And now they're setting us up that Mac doesn't trust Colson, which makes this whole, his whole relationship to us as the audience, a little tricky. Cause we all love Colson, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, Especially now that Colson seems like he's completely back in control. Yeah, um, it, yeah. I just, I, Mac didn't know any of this stuff before, and now Mac just saw this crazy episode. Well, I mean, he just saw this episode. He, <laughs> that's what he—that's what the problem is. He needs to go back and watch the other oh. episodes. <laughs> Duh. Yeah, come on. You didn't watch season one? Come on, come on, Mac. Come on, Mac. Um, yeah. I mean, the events of these episodes. He didn't know. He doesn't know what happened last season, and uh, it's making uh, making him. He, he he didn't have built up trust with Coulson before all this. He just thinks yeah. he's working for the good guys, and now he's finding out it's a little more complicated than that. That some of the good <laughs> guys have some issues. <laughs> he might be a little crazy. He used to be. He was a little crazy until. Um, he and Marvin Gaye got together. Mm-hmm. 
That Marvin Gaye said him. Marvin Gaye said him right. Mm-hmm. Um, so our team finds out that Whitehall is Ryan Hart, and that Whitehall has been around for a long time. And not only that, that he at one point was old. Um, and so this, uh, then they get to, we cut to the scene where we get to see Whitehall's imprisonment, um, which was interesting. He read a lot of books. I'd, I'd love to go back and like see what all of those books are. Um, yeah, be interesting. To they know. went a little too fast, though. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it'd be possible or not. But that chessboard went nuts. Yeah. I really enjoyed enjoyed the little montage of of him just growing old, and I don't know. It was sort of pleasant because he deserved it. <laughs> like yeah, he definitely deserved <laughs> to be in prison, and so seeing him have to waste away for forty years was like, yeah, you should be there. <laughs> Peg, Stay there, jerk. Peggy Carter put you in the right place, uh, but then we get we get Pierce name dropped. Um, yeah, and 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 a Hydra agent comes in to release him. Which oh, that just that grin on his face when he was released into the world. Um, that grin just made me so mad. I was like, this is where you belong. You're in prison because you did horrible things, and now it's showing. Uh, and and now he's getting exactly what he wanted. Not only is he getting released, finally, but he's being uh, released into the world. And Hydra is still Hydra's in, in in majorly in play in a secret way, and that we didn't even know at that point. It's like the like nineteen ninety yeah. or something. But it was uh, eighty nine. Yeah, yeah. It was. Um, he went to Austria in nineteen eighty nine, which I find a little funny huh. that it keeps going back to Austria um, just because of the stinger at the end of Cap 2 that had uh, Baron Strucker mm-hmm. was that in Austria? And, um, yeah that's where he that's that's where his thing happens his whole uh, his whole deal is in that area um, um, in, in he's the... got a castle and whatnot. gotcha okay Interesting. Um, in that in that region, so to speak, but um, we kind of left out a little bit um, where it's like Peggy Carter knew what Whitehall wanted, and like he was enjoying that she was like she kept coming back to see him and try to get more information out of him, and he's just like, yes, I'm being studied, and they like me, and I'm going to be, or what was it? Oh, what was I gonna say? It's like he's um, he's on display and he's performing and he likes it. He's getting all the attention. They, they keep coming back and giving me all of this attention. Hmm. And then she's just like, now guess what's going to happen? All the things that you had are going to get buried and you're going to be put in a cell and forgotten about. I'm never going to come and see you again. And he's just like, no, you wouldn't do that. Nothing stays buried forever. Hmm. Especially me. I'll dig my way out. You know, what this makes me think is that the good guys just need to learn to kill people. <laughs> Damn. I'm just saying. <laughs> Freaking Batman with the Arkham Asylum. Just, 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 just kill the Joker. Uh, uh, come on. <laughs> right? I, I realize that for so long. I realize like that every... the Joker will get some sort of moral victory, but he'll be dead. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> like every bit of mo, like okay, there's so much crap that happens in Gotham that would be alleviated if Batman had just killed Joker or or any of the villains really. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but yes, that's uh. Anyway, that's my pro death penalty uh, spiel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for super villains, my- I'm just saying, like. Yeah, you just know, kill super villains. Can, that's all. <laughs> we can we can we can talk about their, where the line for super villain is, but you can come on, Lex Luthor, Joker, Penguin, all these people. Come on, they they, des- <laughs> they deserve it. Um, <laughs> so deserve it. Anyway, Loki, come on. Well, Loki's a tricky case because I like Loki so much. <laughs> I'm just joking. I like the Joker so much too. Um, <laughs> I like. Mark Hamill as the Joker. Oh yeah, he's great. He's got such a perfect voice. Have you uh, listened to? Have you watched? Have you played Arkham Origins yet? I've played about an hour of it. Or Troy Baker did a really good job of playing Mark Hamill's Joker, (laughs) which is exciting because now we have someone who can play Mark Hamill's Joker (laughs) into the future. Um, did a did a really good job, really good job. Let me see how much I've played of it. I played um that thing. What was it? That thing. Uh, Injustice: Gods Among Us, the the DC fighter yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. I played that for like four hours straight over the weekend. Oh yeah. And I didn't beat it, but you know, Joker's in that. Cool. He is a big part and. I don't know if I liked his voice in that. Yeah, it's always weird when they just take a new take on it when it's animated because I just expect it to be Mark Hamill's voice. Anyway, right? that's neither here nor there. We should get back to this episode. Should we? <laughs> okay. So during all of this that was happening with um, Dr. Reinhardt, <laughs> Dr. Werner Reinhardt, um, in the present... Coulson reveals his plan. He's just like, all right, we got to find the city. And in order to do that, we have to map the planet. Like, we have to monitor the entire planet. And, and they say, we can't get into that facility. It's too heavily guarded. Could, and he says, I know. That facility is the best place to do it. We can't get in there because it's too heavily guarded. But there's this place in Australia that we're going that can monitor the facility if that one goes down. And I've already put stuff in place to make that one go down. That was where the button and the watch came in. And all, I love Tripp's line about, and all because a general uh, had couldn't fit in his shirt anymore, or whatever. <laughs> couldn't fit his coat anymore. It was, it was a good yep. line. Um, yep, so when those things came together, they shut down the entire area, and that gave um, that gave Fitz, what, six minutes to to put a, a new transponder in yep. place, or transmitter in place? Six minutes. Uh, but well, when they get there... <laughs> Right before this all happens, Hydra's already there. Yeah. Which kind of goes back on Coulson's line about how he wants to be waiting at the finish line. Yeah, he did not make it. It's like, <laughs> damn. <laughs> well, I mean, they're, they're, still, they're still trying. But uh, I wonder if, if they also have access to, um, to these... The, if they also have access to the network that Colts was trying to get get access to, I don't know because I, I 
at this point it seems like they do have the have the uh, advantage because they yeah they they got yeah. their they got their way first or they got there they beat Hydra to the punch and they got access they beat Shield to the punch you mean or no uh, uh, Shield beat them by beating them with guns. Um, and then, and oh. then they 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 they're the ones that end up with access to the terminal. Um, we don't know if Hydra got access to the to the terminal as well. I mean, they were already there, so I would assume that he probably did something, or he got them to do something to kind of like link them in when it came online. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, really, we just don't know. Um, we don't know. So, so, so we, where, where is that going to leave us? Uh, it looks like it, they did show the trailer for next weekend. It looks like there's going to be really searching for the city because um, they now have to have the location. So they're heading there, and either Hydra's going to already be racing them there, or they're going to be chasing our team trying to find this place. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be neat. And so uh, while all this is happening. Um, Trip is shot by a Hydra agent, and uh, the doctor, uh, Captain Doctor, Captain Doctor, Captain Doctor, <laughs> grippy hands. So this is what happens. I'm just telling you, Marvel. Uh, this is what happens when you don't give us names of characters. Um, we get to name them ourselves, um, <laughs> and we're good at it too. Uh, so the doctor shows up to offer help, um, and that, that that was a little commercial break. We got. Oh my god, dude! When he, I'm a doctor. When he was like, "I can help. I'm a doctor." I was just like, "No, no, 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 no!" Don't let him near Trip. Um, I liked it. I liked it. His desire to be back in touch with his daughter and to give her a good impression is forcing him to do the right thing. Like he doesn't kill Trip for the express purposes of not offending Sky, you know? So we've got two major characters, both involved with Hydra at a high level. They're not, (laughs) they're not doing evil things because they want to impress Sky. That's (laughs) not her name. (laughs) Yeah. That's not her name. But isn't isn't that crazy? Man, that almost makes me wonder like what's going to happen if Sky, something happens to Sky. (laughs) If Sky dies. Oh God. No, like, what if Whitehall does something bad to Sky? Oh man! Or, or what if Coulson makes a decision that gets Sky hurt? Um, Ooh. but, but, but it's for the for the greater good. But he has to make a decision that like ends up costing. What if Coulson does something that costs Sky her life or something like that? Would be nah, it's not. Gonna I, be. I doubt it because you know Sky's our main character in a lot of ways. She's kind of our our way into Shield for since the beginning, but I could see it. I could see it. Hmm. I could see them straight up killing Sky, and then you really have uh, Ward, Ward, Captain McDrippy Hands, and Hydra all working uh, the same goal to bring down Coulson. Because <laughs> right now it seems like it's all a fake goal to bring down Coulson. Yeah, they're like, yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna end Coulson. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, no, no. Don't worry about the knife. Don't don't worry about the knife. And then No, no. Keep looking the other way. In that final scene, um, <laughs> the doctor looks looks what says, you ha- sometimes it's best to look your enemy in the eye. Oh, yeah. And then he looks directly <laughs> at Whitehall's eyes. Dead at Whitehall. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I think this I was based on the revelations of this episode, I really think that 
um, the doctor is only there to bring down Hydra. Um, and, and you've got, I feel like he's only there to bring down Whitehall and like Hydra's just going to be a, a happy collateral damage kind of yeah, thing. It's true. It's true. Man, I, I wonder mm. what, I really want to see what happened after, uh, the doctor found his <laughs> his his wife, uh, Sky's mother, late sorry dead. So, 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 sorry, I'm laughing. I just I went back to the whole like cat bringing dead bird thing and how I said that's a really big dead bird. Yeah, but it's it's a lot easier when there's two cats dragging that really big yeah, dead bird. Yeah, that's true. Back to the doors. It's a valid point. <laughs> um, that's pretty much both her father and her. Her ex are both just like these big cats dragging dead birds. Um, <laughs> just hulking cats dragging these like pterodon birds. So I loved the scene. Well, what I was saying before is I wonder, I really want to see the scene of what happened after he finds his wife dead. Yeah. Like, they, there's like folklore about it. Like, it was apparently a horrible thing. He like. Hulks out and kills everyone. It seems like. Um, well, what if what if he did all the hulking out like on the way to find her? Yeah, that's possible. But I, yeah, I think they're leading more toward like he finds her and then freaks out and then kills everybody. Yeah, well, while well after his daughter, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or, so yeah, that yeah. that I'm hoping that that scene is mm. to come. I hope we don't not get to see that. Because that that yeah. I'm I'm very uh, I'm very interested in that storyline now. I think I'm I'm pretty invested. Yeah, same here. At this point, same here. Emotionally, um, I've got a lot riding on so this. Don't let me down, Marvel. <laughs> the scene where the doctor talks to <gasps> talks to Coulson. We got another bucket of knives moment right here. Yeah, go for it. Don't let me down. <laughs> bucket of knives. Um, the scene where the doctor and the Colson, the doctor and the Colson, um, the doctor and Colson talk was really, really. That needs to be the name of the next episode: the doctor and the Colson. <laughs> um, that that was really, really fun and really intense. It really was. Um, like he pulls out the gun. Oh, when he uh, when he drops the name, when he's like, when he calls him Phil, and he's like, ah. Oh. Shouldn't have, said Phil. Shouldn't have said Phil. I'm not supposed to know that. I'm not supposed to know that. I really want to go back and just listen to this, all this dialogue again. There's a lot of really great lines from the Doctor in this this episode. Captain Doctor. Captain Doctor. Yeah, I, I, I can't really even just call him the Doctor. I know that's what a lot of people online are calling him, but I can't call him the Doctor because that's, uh, that's a Doctor Who reference. And it's weird to call this weird guy the Doctor because he's not the Doctor. It's weird to call Captain Dr. McDrippy Hands the doctor. Yeah, he's Captain Dr. McDrippy Hands. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but uh, anyway, they have this conversation. They, uh, <laughs> the doctor, uh, Captain Dr. McDrippy Hands gives, gives Coulson um, kind of a, uh, tips his hand a little bit of what he's after and, um, they, and leaves him with, uh, with Trip uh, bleeding out, so that uh, he has to stay there and work on Trip, um, and yeah. and the the Doctor can get away. I like I like that he didn't just kind of leave stuff around for for Coulson to like figure out. He's like, all right, 
when I take my hands off, he's going to start bleeding. What you need to do is put this stuff in there as fast as you can and apply pressure. That's going to save him. But that's also going to give me time to escape, just so you know. Yeah, I fully have this plan <laughs> worked out. You have to do it. I, I almost expected Colson to do something to get away with it, get him. Like, Colson does a really good job a lot of times of... Uh, seeing through those plans and making other contingencies, you know, like having somebody yeah. waiting outside or something like that, you know, to stop him. Uh, but that was, but he did not, not this time, weird. not this time. This guy, this captain, Dr. McDrippy hands got the, uh, the name's just getting too long. Captain doctor just got, <laughs> he get really got the drop on Colson this time. CDMH. What? CDMDH. What does that mean? Captain Dr. McDrippy Hands. Oh. <laughs> CDMDH. I don't think that's much shorter. Um. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying for you. <laughs> um. I, fi- I figured he would, like, he could have, like, the doctor stands up. I'm sorry, Captain Doctor stands up. And then, like, Coulson shoots him in the leg to keep him there. And then, like, packs on the stuff. Like, that could have worked. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> He could have done something. Maybe. Um, but then the doctor might have just, or Captain Doctor might have just hulked out and killed everybody. Yeah, that's true. So, so I guess we didn't want that to happen. Then we get to the scene where Whitehall is dissecting this poor young woman. Yeah. Um, and that was disgusting. We've discussed it already. Um, it was it was awful. I was very grossed out. Poor, poor lady. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of really felt bad for her. Like, you know, she already dealt with this guy 44 years ago. And, you know, because this was in Austria in 1989 with, like, really old Whitehall. Or, well, really old uh, Reinhardt at that point. Um, And she already dealt with this guy and, and, like, was saved and got away. And then, like, she just gets pulled right back Mm -hmm. in. And then this time she just gets dissected. That's horrible. I felt so bad yeah, I for her. Too. I really, really did. And uh, that makes me like and and want the best for uh, Captain Doctor uh, even more so because I'm I'm really uh, I really want. Him. I think she deserves vengeance of some sort. You know, like yeah. This, after all of that, after what he did, did you also notice that? Uh, did did the Doctor seem any younger? In '89, no, not to me. Either. Not That's at all. 25 years, um, and he's already in his like 40s, probably. It, it seems like uh, he would be in his like 60s uh, by the time, 60s or 70s by the time this, uh, the uh, by by the the current day. Um, so, so it's a little strange that we didn't see any aging, at least not a very apparent. It was kind of dark, but well, I don't know. Uh, I don't think he had the same power that his girl had, but maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Hard to say. He he might look a little older due to, like, the craze that's got him, or the craze that he's portraying. Because, like, he looks, a little, he looks like he's holding back a really hard fart or a big poop because he's straining most of the time, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah. It, it's like he's straining not to, to hulk out and kill Whitehall. Yeah. 
But I don't know. He doesn't look that much older. Mm. He doesn't look. He definitely doesn't look twenty five years old. Yeah, he doesn't. So I wonder if that leads to the fact that he may be chosen a chosen one, similar to uh, the others. That could just be poor makeup. Yeah. They, I mean, they already spent a really large part of the budget on dissecting a young woman. Yeah, that scene, man. That scene. Anyway, well, the the resolution <laughs> of that scene is that Whitehall is now uh, forever young. Forever young. I want to be. <laughs> Bucket of knives. <laughs> um, so using the team, uh, using the info the team has gathered about Whitehall, they go in and push Bakshi harder and saying that that little bit of info that he did give them, those eight words, uh, they now have everything they need on Whitehall and that he's going to be, um, you know, th- there's nothing he can do. And he, he, he yeah, might as well you're going to tell us how to kill him and he's going to be real mad at you and mm-hmm. yada yada. Says, what and kind of man like, no, are no, you? No, no. And he says, a loyal one. And then he smashes, and smashes his own his cheek. face. Oh, goodness. Ridiculous. Apparently he had a what a cyanide pill in his cheekbone. Mm-hmm. A cyanide pill in his cheekbone. That's a really weird place to yeah, put. Yeah, I've never heard of that, but that's interesting. Uh, and just banging your face really hard. <laughs> Ugh. Well, I mean, in the uh, in the first movie, I say the first movie. I mean, in Captain America, you know, you've got the one guy that had like the random tooth that was a hydra pill or a. Um, Cyanide yeah, pill, well, that's a really common uh, in 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 spy drama to have a tooth that is hollowed out and has a cyanide pill inside. But I've never yeah. seen uh, someone have one in their cheek before. Yeah, that's new. It's quite new. So Bakshi's being uh, patched up. Uh, they're trying to save his life so they can get information out of him. And um, Hunter, Hunter like. and Morse argue and argue and argue and then have sex. Yeah, it felt a little forced. Eh, I think we've had this exact discussion before, but, you know, sometimes people just uh, get it on like that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying me, again. Dirty, dirty sluts. (laughs) Sorry. They they argue and argue and then they have sex, and that's, uh, so that's going on. Now I guess that's pretty much the culmination of Hunter that. And, uh, which I mean, they, they had some pretty <laughs> touching lines in there about how um, <laughs> she says she says he never can trust her, and he says he never stops wanting to. Um, yeah, <laughs> I can't trust you, and I can't stop wanting to. Sex, sex. Got to I got to <laughs> remember that line. It seems to work. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, Coulson returns with Fitz, and uh, Sky shows that they've begun mapping the Earth, um, and the program finds a map for the city. Yeah, because they're they're scanning for, um, I guess, the 3D model that they mm-hmm. made, like anything that matches that on the planet. They're using anything that can penetrate the Earth, thermal imaging, and anything that can penetrate underground. Yep. And they're just like, oh... Well, this place matches. Well, they're they're scanning, and Colson's like, "Yeah, this is going to take a while, I guess." Oh, look! If actually, they're they're looking. Uh, they all look shocked, and and Sky's like, "What's wrong, guys?" And I guess they're about to tell her what her father did. And yeah. then they get interrupted yeah. by the fact that the city is 
has been found, which is huge, huge, they, huge news. They do I that. I can't believe they've already found They it. do that a lot in Marvel films. Like, everybody's all, like, there's, there's a whole lot of tension building, and then something happens with a computer to break yeah. it. Like, in The Avengers, when... Um, Bruce Banner is all like, you want to know how I, you want to know my secret. You want to know how I stay calm. And then it's beep, beep, beep. They found it. Yeah. Oh, I guess you guys don't get to see my parlor trick today. <laughs> and then like, you know, she's, she's saying, you look like you've seen the devil down there. And they're like, uh, we did. Yeah. You think <laughs> it was your dad. They're, like, they're just look completely shocked. Um, she's like, what is it? Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> So that was that was all real, real intense. Um, it really was. They did a really good job of building tension in that scene mm-hmm. and throughout this episode, really, because like I feel tension between me and um, Werner Reinhardt. You and and Doctor Whitehall. Yeah. He's making me tense. Me too. Me too. I don't like. I him. don't like him either. After he did that to Sierra, I will never forgive him. <laughs> <laughs> We're done. I thought I could like you. We're, We're done. done. We're done. He's <laughs> he's crossed that Hydra line. Oh. Hmm. Discovery. Discovery requires experimentation. <laughs> um, so Whitehall. Uh, the last the last couple scenes here um, that I've that I've seen is I remember is a uh, Whitehall welcomes Grant Ward back to Hydra for his second for chance. For second chance. Which yeah, like everyone deserves a second chance. What are you gonna do with yours? Whitehall got his by killing a woman and taking her skin, um, and every <laughs> other yeah. part of her body, Good. and discarding the rest. That was the worst. <laughs> I am very, very mad at Doctor Whitehall after this episode. I'm just pissed <laughs> off because he, he just goes discard the rest. Oh, gross! Like. Gross, it's gross, not like gross. a banana that you can just peel Aww. away and take the insides and throw the skin Why'd away. You have to go banana. Oh, I, don't I like bananas. I, don't know why, I can't like them nope, anymore. I no longer like bananas. <laughs> um, well, I'm really, I really am like having a visceral reaction to even thinking about that scene. It really grossed me out. Um, <laughs> now I have ammunition <laughs> for trolling. <laughs> So now that we see Grant Ward's back in Hydra, uh, we see Doctor return. The Doctor returns from his mission. Captain Doctor. Captain Doctor returns to the to Whitehall, <laughs> and he's talking as he's talking to Ward, and uh, he basically introduces them and says that together they're going to be able to uh, really do some damage because. Oh, I like I like when uh, Captain Doctor comes back. He's like, "Well, if I had known we were going to be having a meeting, I would have freshened up a bit." <laughs> like, what are you going to do, you crazy old guy? <laughs> and uh, you going to take a shower? You shave real good? You got that nutso look in your eye? <laughs> so, so it's 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 basically he says that you know Ward has the knowledge of the Shield team. <laughs> And he has the and the doctor Captain Doctor has a knowledge of the obelisk, and so together they're going to really be able to make this work. Yeah, he's he's like I've got a couple of experts on my side. Yeah, on your side. You're an expert and you're an expert in Shield, and you're an expert on the Diviner. And they're both experts on hating Whitehall. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's us. We're experts yeah. now. After tonight, I am. 
pre tonight. I was like, well, he's fine. He's a villain, whatever. But I'm really, I'm really ready to get him taken down now. <laughs> well, then that means that they're doing a really good job. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we get our flashback after after we see uh, uh, Ward says that he knows the Shield Shield team like family, and then we get a flashback to the young Doctor holding his dead love, which turns out dun 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 to be the woman that Whitehall killed. Yep. Mm. And made promising to do to him what he did to her. Hmm. Ugh. So, yeah, that's rough. That was a really, really rough, uh, rough last scene. Yeah, that was a, that was a very important singer. We we joke sometimes about how sometimes the singers aren't that important and not a big deal. Well, yeah, like this the, week's was the ward the ward cleaning himself up one was really lame, yeah. but this one was very important. Yeah, last year, I mean, they even used some for just like jokes and stuff. Um, yeah. This year they've they've mostly been pretty important, and that one was particularly important. Well, also this season, like every episode has been really important. Yeah, there hasn't been any wasted, nothing wasted this season. Um. Anyway, so yeah, that's the episode. Uh, what what did you think this week? Uh, what was your rating of this week's episode? Um, I really liked it. I really really liked it. And it, you know, at first it just felt kind of like a, um, a character building episode. I mean, it was, but it, it felt like one of those kind of throwaways a little bit until everything came together. And then it just all like, I was gasping every couple of minutes yeah. at the, um, like the last half of it. I was just like, oh my God, I know what Once that's doing. Oh my God, I know where that's really, going. I'm really probably, set the stage this episode. Yeah, they did. Um, so like, as far as rating goes i would probably give it a seven five to eight maybe eight five okay yeah i'll uh i'll i'll join you there with the probably probably eight and a half i really i i don't know this season's been pretty much all all wins for me um yeah they're batting a thousand so they are, far they are um then the, this this was probably one of the most emotional and uh, hardest hitting episodes so far. So, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. As much as Whitehall was digging into her no, flesh. No, stop it. <laughs> ah, I can't. I'm winning. <laughs> you're winning. What? You're just. You're just hurt. You're just hurting me. Yeah, I'm winning. <laughs> um. Well, uh, did you have anything you wanted to go in super secret spoiler session this week? Um. Not, not like super spoiler. I mean, there's a lot of theory. Yeah, we'll go, we'll do, we'll, that's, we'll, that's we'll coming say we're around. going into a, a little. Um, what kind of uh, just kind of you know, what does this episode make you think is coming? We're we're gonna talk about some speculation now, people. If you guys don't want to hear speculation, feel free to jet out. Um, what what do you think? What do you think is coming now? Well. I'm pretty sure the the city of Attilan is going to come up. I don't know that um, that the one the 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 map that they found is necessarily going to be Attilan. Yeah. Mostly because I'm expecting it to be in the Himalayas or in um, you know a region of China. Mm-hmm. Um. 
but like I was watching the map whenever they were saying like you know it's scanning the earth now and I was like I was watching for where it was going to pop up and it looked like it popped up on the um in North America Oh really Yeah it was on it was on the the western hemisphere Interesting no, I, when it when the map stops huh I have to look at that I um, didn't see that it looked looked like from the trailer uh, like they're going to be in a place with more ancient history than that but I may be wrong. It, it looked like Mexico. Oh, you think? Well, that, that, that could yeah. be. There's a lot of ancient civilizations um, down there. I don't know. I've got, I've got a couple of theories on who Captain Doctor actually is. I mean, there's obviously there's the Mr. Hyde one. Yeah, um, we've talked about that. That we've talked about. Long shot, but it could be funny. It'd be particularly it c- funny if, it, if it's true because we just kind of yeah. called it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they might uh, they might retool his origins to be more inhuman based, but then there's also the um, the unspoken, which I'm feeling more like it could be the unspoken here lately. But it's it's more like it's gone from maybe you know eighty twenty or like eighty five fifteen for Hyde and unspoken. And now it's more like sixty forty, because it's like they're—I don't know—it's like they're building more toward it. But then again, he's—he's he's seeming like he doesn't quite know. <sighs> it's hard to say that though, because like he knows what the obelisk, the the diviner is gonna do, and he knows that there's a special place, and I guess maybe that special place moves because. Um, Attilan is a floating city in the comics, so it might actually be, you know, mobile. Well, but yeah, I was thinking uh, the, the city it could raise the city. City might be just the ship because they say a star fell from the heavens. Yeah, it could true. just be a large like spaceship of some sort. If yeah. if if it's all the same, if it's all that the same stuff. <laughs> if if the if this is all leading to the humans, which could take a total different turn on us. Yeah, it could be leading like to the Mandarin. <laughs> that would be which is not un like it's not entirely outside the realm of possibility because the Mandarin in the comics got his powers, got his um, his rings of power from an alien ship that crash landed in a secret valley in China. Oh wow! Yeah, that yep. that would be interesting. <laughs> that would be. Very, very different direction. We've been we've been suspecting it's going to go. Yeah, and that's that's kind of what I. That's a theory that I just crafted tonight, actually, because <laughs> um, it could be that the obelisk contains the rings, hmm. the rings of power, and oh, oh, the, yeah, I love I love that that moment tonight when he's talking to Colson. He's like. There's something. The thing that is inside of the the obelisk is so powerful. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, "Oh, did I mention there's something inside of it?" <laughs> okay. I see. I, I I think that that's probably the Terrigen mist. Yeah, I'm thinking it's a Terrigen crystal. And that that's what's inside this. this thing. Most likely. But he also called the, this thing a key. And I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know that we have much else to speculate that we haven't talked about in previous episodes or. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, I think I think we should really just end it. Yeah, sounds good. Um, well, guys, thanks for listening to us tonight. Uh, just to throw out a few plugs. You got any plugs, Jeff? 
So yeah, guys, go to um, www.45-magazine.com and uh, check them out because they've got a whole lot of stuff that uh, people like us really enjoy. Yeah. You know, they talk. They've got a lot of articles and and a really great magazine about basically everything nerdy and then also some music because you know who doesn't like music? Yeah, I, I don't. But you know, you're a liar. It's <laughs> what I do for a living. Um, it's your life. Yeah. I do a lot of music. Um, but yeah, 45 Magazine is awesome. Check them out at 45-magazine.com. Uh, if you'd like to leave us a voicemail to, so we can play it on the podcast, 573-CAST-MCU, and we will get your, we can get your voicemail and play it on the show. Uh, if you would like to uh, send us an email, uh, just that's uh, cast-MCU, or MCU-CAST at gmail.com, or uh, look for the mcu cast Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast on Facebook, uh, MCU Cast. It's at MCU Cast on Twitter, um, and please give us an iTunes review uh, or thumbs us th- thumbs up if you're on if you're on Stitcher. That'll get us some more views as well. Uh, we really appreciate all you guys, um, all you guys listening, and all you guys uh, supporting us. We appreciate it. Um, and we'll be we'll be back next week with the next week's episode, which which will be the uh, the penultimate episode of this season of this half season. Actually, it's not next week. Oh, is there not one next week? No. Did you watch the um, the 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 lead in? It was saying in two weeks. Oh, didn't catch that. Oh man. Yeah. Next episode of Agents of Shield is called "Ye Who Enter Here," and it will be debuting on December second. Wow. Dang, that's that's a. I hate that they take another week off. That's that's a bummer. Well, it's the week of Thanksgiving. Oh, that's true. I guess I'll spend time with my family instead of watching Marvelous Ages of Shield. I'm real. I'm real <laughs> bummed about it though. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. Um, also, if you want to check out some other podcasts from from me, uh, go to pursuitofthetrivial.wordpress.com or search for Pursuit of the Trivial on iTunes or Stitcher. Um, that's my other podcast. Um, we would really love to have you as a listener. Um, and we'll talk about what's going to be happening next week. Yeah, we'll, we'll come. We'll do something next week. It's, it's, it's the week of Thanksgiving, so we might just do a short, a short Skype talk about the news and such. Um, maybe we'll cover a movie or something like that. We'll do something fun. Ooh. We might even talk about um, Agent Carter. Let's talk about which Marvel movie we're most thankful for. Oh, yay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. Y'all have a good week. Thanks for listening, guys.